Did you get the mysterious wall chicken? Mysterious wall chicken? <laughs> what, like in Castlevania? Yes, just like in Castlevania. What? In this game? In this game. I love it. Yes, I got tons of mysterious wall chickens. I did. Too. I sold most of them. Yeah, because they were like 80 HP. But yeah, they were terrible. But the, but but they the were mysterious there. wall chicken. Uh, I already hit record. <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. Well, you, know like, you, you just might as well add that right to the beginning. Like we always do. Like we always do. That's pretty good. This is the blooper section. Jumpman, a podcast featuring platformers that have scrolled through the hearts and minds of all you jump people. And now with your hosts. Season two. Welcome to Jumpman. Uh, my name is Junie Valentin. My name is Tom Bishop. And I'm um, glad to have everybody back. Um, yep. So, Tom, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Good, good. I got some news for us. Yeah? To start the show off with. All right. News. Um, bad Hit news. It. Terrible news. Bad news? Yeah. My Wait. number nine has been delayed again. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, anybody listening to this probably knows that because it was supposed to come out four days ago. But Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could say, I wish I could say I was keeping up with it, but I know you are, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. You would have got a text yeah, from me. Yeah, because, was... yeah, we would have already been playing it yeah. like, right now. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man, it's terrible. Why? Because the internet stuff isn't working still. That, I read the whole thing. It's it's literally the programmers are having a problem the with co-op the stuff? co-op and the achievements and all that stuff. Oh, my God. The main game has been ready forever. Like, it's been ready for... Why don't they just drop the main game and then just do a DLC with the co-op or do another patch or something? You're, you and I are on the same page as the entire internet. Like, that's what everybody's saying. Just give everybody the game. We'll figure out DLC later. Give us Mighty Number Nine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that's my news. It's terrible, terrible news. Dang so, because that was going to be our next one. We were going to do this, and then we were going to do yeah. Mighty Number Nine, and now, man. Yep. See, I wish I had a Star Wars reference right now, but I don't. Yeah. No, there's no <laughs> Star Wars reference for this terrible situation. <laughs> So yeah, so wow, that's my news. Mighty number nine has been delayed till when? Okay, so that's I guess the silver lining is they said quarter one is still it's going to happen. They're convinced they can do it, and so because that was what they said. It's originally they said quarter one, 2016 when they delayed it the last time. Yeah. And they gave it a date because they thought they were ready. Yeah. And then so there's now they're saying well we're not going to make the date we gave everybody but we'll still make the quarter one estimate. So end of March. Or technically April 1st would be fine. I okay, guess so they, they delayed it a month. Yeah. All right, all right, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but that's if you believe they're going to make the deadline. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which, which, which they failed to twice already, so. Right, so I don't, I don't believe them. But you know what's sad about this whole situation? What? Is that we're still going to buy it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're still going to get our money. This is so, true. You know, this is true. They I got mean, us by the cojones, yeah. man. <laughs> I have... I have put my pre-order in and canceled my pre-order more times than I can can I can remember, but 
I mean, I put it back in again. So. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Didn't you already? Didn't you put money in originally to the Kickstarter for that? I did not. I did not get. Oh, a I thought t-shirt. you did that. No, okay. I didn't. No, I just pre-ordered it afterwards. So, what about available. those people that already put the money in for that? What do they get at this point? Gotten any merch or anything like that by now? Uh, I don't know what they got this time. Last time it was delayed. They got special footage of okay. test footage of the game. So and then, it, then one of them leaked it to the internet, so everybody got it anyway. But yeah. <laughs> so there was nothing really special. Okay. Uh, they're getting something for free, I think, too, that we all have to pay for. OST Maybe or something. The Ray DLC. Uh, that sounds familiar, I think. So something like that they get for free that we we have to pay for. Okay. Um, but so they're getting something. They are getting compensated for the fact that they you know did this. But what's the all right? So that's mighty number nine. It yeah. got delayed. We gotta wait. We gotta pay for it yeah. you know, before I move on to the next thing, which is what's up with that other game, Red Ash. Red Ash. <laughs> well, they have no obligations to tell us anything, so I haven't heard anything because they're. So Kickstarter that's just failed. in limbo right now. That is, I'm assuming they're developing it. It got funded yeah, privately. I'm right, right. Remember last time we talked about this way, way back. Right. Season one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we were talking about how it's, you know, it's it's going to a uh, actual developer you know what i mean so right right they bought it out i don't, I don't remember the name of the developer right now but on uh, my head but yeah i don't remember minute, but yeah so i'm assuming they're still developing that game but with all the mighty number no. nine failure so far i seriously doubt they would try to promote another game while they're still working on this one uh that would be the smart move at least so i would hope right, right, right. <laughs> i haven't yeah. looked because i just assumed it wouldn't be there um the second mighty number no. nine you know gets reviewed by the masses is that's when they'll start well, here's the thing. I mean, they did, they delayed it twice, right? Getting back to Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, yeah, this is the third, isn't it? Or the yeah. However many times now. Let's say the public, me and you, we get the product, right? Yeah. Don't you, don't you think? Excuse me. Don't you think that there's some kind of natural backlash they're already gonna get for having delayed this thing three times? I mean, people are gonna be wondering like, this isn't really gonna, like, if this doesn't blow us away at this point, like, right. it's just gonna be a negative review. No? Yeah. I, I don't I don't see how they're going to get a positive review here. I don't know what it is, but despite the fact that I'm mad it's delayed, I'm not really mad at them. I can't I don't understand I can't explain it. Like if this was any big time development company, yeah. you know, if Capcom had delayed a game two yeah, or three yeah, times yeah. whatever it is, like I'd be super angry, I probably wouldn't like, even buy it. Why? Like, right, yeah. Right? Like or I'd buy it just to give it a bad review or whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. I would do, but Well, like, don't do that because then they'll have your money. That's true, they'll have your money. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't do any good. I don't know. Like I just, I'm just not mad at them for whatever. And I'm assuming there's a lot of other people. They just want to play the game. That's the point. It's like it's not we're not really mad at them. <laughs> like they're well, an maybe I'm company. Just, maybe I'm getting that because I mean, I'm, I I guess I guess I got to look at it as I got to stop looking at it as as like and again this goes back to Star Wars I look at a lot of Star Wars stuff right yeah. and like the Star Wars fans are, you know a lot of them you know and I'm not bashing fans when I say this but cause they'll, they'll agree like they they are very um, what's what I'm looking for very critical when it comes to anything Star Wars right. and they'll get on Twitter and they'll like you know bash things and they'll disagree and there's a lot of like there's sometimes there's, there's too much negativity with that you know what i mean yeah so I, I'm, I'm coming from i listen to a lot of podcasts like that and i'm coming from that kind of mentality and then i think about something like this and i'm thinking they're gonna do this to this game but gamers it might be a different a whole different thing altogether is what, you, is what you're saying you know, you're gonna you're still gonna buy the game you're still gonna play the game you still want a good, yeah. a good product you're looking forward to that kind of game so it's a whole different feel 
if you're still with me, if you're still following me. I yeah, don't know if you, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying. but Yeah, it actually it led me to what I'm thinking. So here, here's what we're looking at is if this had been uh, KG's third game, we'd all be really angry and I probably wouldn't be buying it or I'd give it a bad review or whatever. You know what I mean? Out of spite, angry, even though I'm going to play it anyway. But we're still, I think, at least I, I personally, and I'm assuming a lot of other people have this mentality, is that if the game is amazing it was worth the wait. Like, that's the yes, mentality that's in our brain. That. I agree with that. Not that that should be the right mentality. Like, that's not, like, like it could be, but... Well, but then on the flip side to that, like, because it's delayed three times, it almost makes you feel, or not me particularly, not me or you, but the gamer may be thinking, well, this game better be amazing then. Right. If it was delayed this, this long. And right. if, not, if it's nothing short of that, then I'm bashing it. See what I'm saying? Right. So, like... This what I'm saying is, is this may not work in their favor, or they may not yeah. even care. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't I don't know. It, it's probably a lot to do with like the Japanese culture around this. Like mm. I know that a lot of the posts that I was seeing, and obviously everybody I talked to is American. So right, right. Uh, and none of us care about the online co-op. Literally nobody. nobody no, does. I, I don't care about you it. You and I are going to play no. it solo. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll figure out a co-op at some well, point for if the they podcast. Had, if or, they had like two player simultaneous and we could both play it together as two different characters, I would love that. We could play together. That kind of thing is that what they're doing? I don't. I think believe that's what they're so. Doing. Only it's an, and it's online, so we can each be at our own houses. Oh wait a minute! Now that changes things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'm, I didn't back it on the Kickstarter, uh, right, but, right, so I don't right, want to get everybody right, all excited. Right, right. But I'm pretty sure. Like that's, that's the thing. That's a cool concept, you and know that's what, I mean? what they want: is they want everybody to experience exactly what you just said, and it's okay. not working, so they're delaying it. Like that's literally the okay. only thing that's not working. So it's almost like the Destiny model, but they want to do it like for a two D, three slash three D ish platformer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't have all the details, but so, and that's the point. Is is, is to your point? Is like if that's what it is, and that's what we're delaying this game for, and then we get it, and it works flawlessly. There's no internet connectivity issues. Right. That's that's There's worth no, the wait. And it would. Yeah. Be, a lot of people are going to say, "Yeah, it was totally worth the wait." Well, here's the here's the problem with that is is and I, and we'll get off this in a minute because we've got to talk about yeah. what really came to talk about here. <laughs> um, is like so, Street Fighter Five just came out, right? Yep. And it's an amazing game. Okay. But the the problem they're having with that game right now is if like. If I'm on, you can play online against other opponents, right, around the world, right? Right. The problems with this game start when the other person is on Wi-Fi and you're on LAN, the game lags. Okay. So you have to be on LAN. Like if you're like, and you don't know if anybody, and you don't know who you're playing. Right, right. And they might be on Wi-Fi, and most people are on Wi-Fi. Right, right. Because that's a that's the automatic default nowadays. As opposed but, to be physically but the real right, in, right the real savvy players know. Don't get on Wi-Fi. Get on LAN, and then you're, it's a much smoother connection, and you won't have any issues with lag and all that. Right, you know right. what I mean? But most people don't know that. You know what I mean? They just start right. playing. Or most people will, will think they have it on LAN, right? They'll right. plug the wire in, but they won't um, switch it on their PS4 or whatever it is to be LAN. They'll still keep it at Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. So they're having issues with that as far as co-op, as far as playing other other opponents, opponents oh, around yeah. the world. So this game... And that's a major company, Capcom. Right. So this game may suffer from that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I don't know. Then again, it might not, it might not, it might not need to have that same graphical or processing power that, that some, something like Street Fighter V has. You know what I mean? Right. For a, a smaller game like Mighty Number no. 9. So I, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, that's a good question. Um, plus, it's two people instead. Of, is Street Fighter, is it still just one versus one? There's no... Yeah, one versus one. Okay, yeah. so they didn't upgrade it to like a Smash Brothers type model. No, 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 no. Okay. Because no. I know that was the problem with Smash Brothers Online, is I tried that. For whatever reason, Mario Kart works just fine. I don't know why, but yeah. um, Smash Brothers Online is terrible. Oh, God. Well, I mean, maybe they fixed it. I did it a long time ago, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, I just I constantly got disconnected, or my opponents would, and it was like we never got to finish a match. I'd fight for a little while; it would be really fun to get me all amped up, and then gone. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, wow. <laughs> but I never had any problems with Mario Kart for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, so yeah, the, oh, that's and that's the thing is like they could spend all this time delaying, like you're saying, and fixing it, and it could be their servers could be pristine and perfect, and then they launch the game, and the other user on the other end of it doesn't have a good connection; and it just ruins the experience. That's anyway. what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So why, why not just release release it now? Right. But this is the first game. If their launch for this game gets screwed up, it's going to cost him his whole company. So he's got to be protective of it. I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not happy about it, but True. at least I can see where it makes sense right. that he wants it to be perfect. He needs it to be like a flawless model going out the gate. Right. Right. In order for it to, right. It's his baby. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise they're just going to be like, wow. You leaving Capcom was a bad idea, like that. You know I mean? like, <laughs> like, can you imagine? And he would feel terrible. <laughs> These aren't the joys you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'm trying to get the Star Wars reference in there somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on. Um, yeah, you guys, thank you for staying with us. Um, you know, thank you for coming back and listening to us out there, jump people. The game <clears throat> we're going to talk about today is a little game called Dust. An Elysian Tale. An Elysian Tale, right. Spelled T-A-I-L. Right. Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> like tail. It's right. not actually spelled as in like an adventure slash tale. It's actually like the tail of a cat. Like that's how yes. it's spelled. Yes, tail. Yes. Yeah. So an Elysian Tale, dust. Let's get into it. Cool. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, uh, I'll give the creator's name. His name is Dean Dodrill. Yes. Um, and the publisher of this game is actually Microsoft. Microsoft so, Studios, right? Microsoft oh, Studios, okay. yeah. So, uh, or games, yeah. Uh, something I wrote game studios, whatever. So, I want to talk about real quick what it is to be an indie game, because I'm not sure we really define this, and it doesn't really matter. But uh, just in case there's a bunch of people listening that are like, "Hey, if it was published by Microsoft, isn't it not an indie game?" Well, before you get into that, and, and I hope I'm not cutting you off, no, but okay. the developer here is called Humble Hearts LLC. That's what I got. Right. So, yeah, you're probably going to touch that, but. No, it's cool. I don't know, I don't I know if you forgot to put that in, or you know. Oh, yeah, I just didn't write the name down. I know okay. that the creator was. Uh, yeah, the creator's Dean Dodrill, right? It they was kind of his all his idea, and then he put a team. Together, I don't know if that's uh, his team or whatever, and then published by Microsoft Studios. Correct. Yeah. The way the publisher works for indie games, uh, it's not the same as it is for like like EA publishes a lot of games. Like that's how um, Bioware got their their kind of big start is like they were making games and then ea kind of just started giving them a ton of money to keep making awesome rpgs like so bioware is not an indie company because they get a whole bunch of money from ea right um but in these particular cases what microsoft and sony um and sometimes even nintendo they do is they publish a game meaning they promote it so a lot of these indie games do not actually get money from the publishing studio Right. They make the entire game with their own vision in mind, their own uh, employees, their own resources, everything. Correct. And then the only thing the publisher really does is help to promote their promote games the game. so they yeah. can make money. So in my eyes, that makes it still an indie studio. 
I uh, agree. still an indie yeah, game. Yeah. Um, but there are some people out there that argue the fact that it doesn't matter. If you have somebody promoting you, you're not indie anymore. And, you know, I mean, it's it's a fair assumption. Well, but. promoting just means more eyes get on it, right? Yeah. So that's what you want. You know right, what I mean? So right. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's the same thing with Bastion. Bastion gets a lot of flack because they have a publisher. And it's like... Any, any indie studio out there that can get a publisher and make more money, please do it. Like, yeah, don't, don't like feel that, pressured. The point is to make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, isn't that yeah. why they do it? You know, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> why wouldn't you want the best um, promotion possible? You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's some people out there that are like, no, we have to be indie. We have to be hardcore indie. And we're not going to take any money or any help from anybody. And we're just going to publish our own game. And that's fine if you want to have that mentality. But. Like, don't yeah. feel like having a publisher takes away well, your indie Well, it's not. It almost seems like, they like oh, you're selling out. Like, if you do yeah. that. You're not really selling out. You made no. the whole game. They're helping you promote the game. Right. So you can get more eyes on it. So you can make money. But that money. Now, here's the thing. That money that they're making, does, does Microsoft all get a cut of that from, for promoting? Uh, I don't believe so. I believe the way it works. Well, I mean, each deal is probably different. But okay. I'm from what I understand, the deals work that they get exclusivity for a period of time because these games go on the Xbox Arcade, they go on right. the Sony PlayStation Store. Steam eventually. They don't get yeah. sold in GameStop, right? So right. whatever gets sold on the Xbox Arcade, they're going to take a cut of that anyway. So that's how Microsoft makes their money. That's how they ah, justify it. Okay. So they'll say something like, okay, we'll promote your game, but we get it six months before everybody else. Mm. And then that's it. That's what they're, So their, their trade-off is, we'll put you on the front page of Xbox Arcade, but exclusivity, right? Yeah. So yeah, then okay. people will buy Xboxes because they want to play your game. It's the okay. theory. Not that anybody right. would do that, but so it's not really selling out. It's no. not really selling out. Not at all. So those hardcore indie people might be like, "Well, you're selling out," but right. you're not really selling out. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, it doesn't sound that way. Yeah. All right, they can stay and do homebrew if they want. Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, Should we get into game storyline? Sure. All, all right. right. Game Storyline. Okay, so this can be the game storyline, and real quick, I also want to give everybody just a quick spoiler alert. Alright, game storyline. Uh, the rough story of this is you play the, the main character, his name is Dust. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, we already did the spoilers, so he is essentially... Uh, the fusion of two other characters within the game. So at some point, there's a war that's waging, um, and this really like skilled fighter um, goes up against basically a kid and is going to murder him real bad. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I can kind of fill in a little bit on that if you want me to elaborate on that, or do you just want to do a general? No, go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, so there's a war between like this race of people called the Moonbloods, and then. Um, and then I don't know what they call like the furries. I call them furries, but like what dust is his people? Uh, isn't it warm bloods? No, no, I didn't call it warm bloods. I don't warm know. Warm something. Nah. But there's a war going on between those two races in this world, and there's a general that's kind of like leading the the furries. You know, the the people, the regular rabbits and squirrels and whatever they are. I call them yeah. furries. Yeah. Um, General Gaius. General Gaius. Yeah. He's leading this grand army and this, and wiping out these Moonbloods. Yep. And then one of his main guys, his lieutenant or whatever he is, assassin guy, his name is Cassius. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Cassius is like a, a, a renowned fighter. Like he's an assassin. He's like cold-blooded, cutthroat, 
Like he doesn't He's like one of the best You know Right And he goes up against They're raiding a village And he goes up against This, this kid Who's def- They're defending the Moonbloods These race of Like lizard people You know what I mean Right right And He fights against Cassius And he has He stands no chance And for some reason They both Kind of die And then When that happens Their souls Kind of fuse into one guy Into one being Right and then when he re- and then when he when he revives himself, he's dust. Yeah. And dust doesn't know who he is though. You know what I mean? But he's got all this skill and he's got all this power, but he's got the heart of the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. humble heart. You know. Yeah. So humble heart. Huh? <laughs> um, oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so so that you know, and then his journey begins from there. So. Yeah, and so the journey is basically you fight through a series of challenges that are basically trying to um, counteract the effects of Gaius's army, um, and then eventually you face him down and you plow through all his soldiers and yeah. face him. So with the help of the Moonbloods, yes, the last the last remaining race of the village or whatever Moonbloods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's side stories in there too, you know. But yep. And then your side character, you want. to talk about did you get two side characters actually here did you want to yeah so um yeah the first one is the sword itself yes all right which i thought was awesome yeah that it was the character and talked yeah, to you that talked, was pretty cool yeah. yeah um and then the other side character is fidget which fidget. is the classic comic relief yes. character yeah. right she was cute yeah yeah so the next thing I want to say is that this is just like a very story-heavy game. Yes. So if you like story-heavy games, you're going to love this game. Yeah. If you're more of a Zero Drifter style, like, I want minimal story, I just want to play the game, then this is, you're probably not going to like it. Like, you want to, yeah. if you, I, this I, is like super story Yeah, I heavy. love this game. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, oh my God, I'm, getting, I'm jumping ahead, but <laughs> yeah. way ahead. But yeah, um, I love story. Like, I'm all about story all the time, so. Right. The next thing I want to say is uh, there was no reason for the stupid mushroom boy's dad to die. That's that upset me so bad. <laughs> I, like I couldn't believe, it. and I saw it coming too. <laughs> like you're playing and you're like, you're like, we gotta hurry and we gotta get to the water running so that the dad can be revived. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they are gonna kill this dad. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna kill off the dad, and I'm gonna be mad about it. And then he did it, and I was mad about it, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, that kind of was a little that was a little cliche, but you know, but yeah, they you saw it coming, you know. Yeah, I I just like I play video games to be entertained and to have fun, not to be depressed <laughs> and have. That's random the only part in the game, though. Really, I mean, <laughs> I know. I know. I, actually, on the, on the flip side, some of the boss battles, like I didn't see that coming. Like where he's fighting the boss, and then the boss ends up like he defeats the boss, but doesn't kill the boss. And the boss ends up like snapping out of whatever they were in, right? And they were like, "What am I doing?" And they were actually a good fairy or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's almost like instead of killing, like that that boss was actually something good before. You know what I mean? Right. And he brought it back to being good. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, he saved the boss instead of killing the boss. It's which is different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very comic book esque. Yes. Like. It's not good for a video game because you're like slashing. You're like, I just stabbed you with a sword, and then instead of dying because I stabbed you, you're like, oh, I'm free, yay! And it's really vague how they free him. Like, oh, I was under the corruption of Gaius. It's like you're, you know, 400 feet underground in a protected spring around the waters that apparently give life to the whole world, and Gaius is up in a snowy mountain waging war 
how did how did his corruption get to you? Like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief. That's what I'm saying. If you if you take it as in like okay, this is a comic book. I'm reading a story. Just take it for what it is. Like then it's you know it works. It's really nice. Hey, and- listen. If you if you if you can take the fact that Link does not talk in any of his Zelda games. So oh my god, you can you can definitely t- you know. Suspend your disbelief on Gaius and the whole thing. You know what I mean. So this is that. That is a perfect transition. Completely yes. unplanned. Perfect transition to my next. Oh, point. I know. Uh, <laughs> More like this, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RPGs used to put you in a role. Like um, I use Link as a good example. I use Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. All the characters talk to you, and yes. you don't respond because no. the expectation is that you are the character and you're playing the character and your responses are your responses. Right. And the characters treat you that way. This game was very much, and I think that's why the story details um, were like you like you said. I couldn't suspend the belief, the belief because I was not immersed into this. I was watching a story. I wasn't taking part in the story. I think was the difference because Dust has a lot of lines. Oh yeah, it's got a lot of animation, talk, yeah. you know, voice acting, everything. It's good. Like right. it's like a, it's like you're watching a, a anime or a cartoon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is fine. For an anime or a cartoon, but for a game, I really like. I would have preferred to be the main character instead of watch the main character. But the storyline was still good. I just think I would. They would you know, totally it's different. weird because when I was playing it, like when whenever Dust like was talking and they showed those close-ups and the way they did it and all the animation and everything, I really liked that. Like it was like. But then as soon as that was over, guess what? Now I'm con- I'm in controlling him again. You know what I mean? Right, Until right. the next time. You know? Yeah. Like, so I I, I kind of. Yes, you're right when you say you're not as immersed as you would be if you're playing Cloud or Link, but it had its own um, its own like merit to it. You know, it had its own like style of of pulling you in, just so that you can get to the next thing, so you can progress the story along. And right. I like that that aspect of it. You know, right, right. Maybe it didn't work for you, but it kind of worked for me a little bit. <laughs> Sound and style. Alright, so now we're going to start sound and style. Do you have anything, Tom? Um, if we start with sound, that's you. My um, notes for sound are very bleak. I got some notes for that, but I'd like to start with uh, style this time, if, if we could. Okay. Graphics and all that. Yep, sounds good. Okay, so aesthetically, this game is amazing. Yes, beautiful. Yes. I would say it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Beautifully hand-drawn graphics. Yeah. Hand-painted, whatever, however you want to say it. I feel like everything was kind of hand-drawn. Yeah. Um, at least it looked that way. Yeah. The uh, backgrounds, everything. It was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. So, you wanted me to talk about like how they're made and stuff? Because I didn't really write anything down for that, so I don't mean to disappoint you, but... <laughs> Like, oh, this, this is, is yeah, just I like, thought you had something this here. This is like basic Photoshop, I believe. Like, You think so? I don't think it's anything fancy. I mean, I, don't, I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Like, how do they do a game like this where it's like hand-drawn like that? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I know how they do animation, but how do you get it to... How do I control something like that? You know what I mean? Like, they're doing that with Flash? They're doing that with... Well, I guess that's that's where gameplay. You would talk about that in gameplay, then, right? I mean, I don't. Oh, like the sword swipes and all the different combos and like yeah, and all the different moves that he's got and all that. Like the way they make it, it's like you're playing a cartoon. I was I was thinking either Flash or Photo. I, I don't know how they did it. 
how do you do something? I've never, I mean, Tesla didn't, Tesla did not look this way is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Right. He had so many, like, animations to him. Dust. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I think it's just more frames. I think he just literally yeah. drew a lot more. <clears throat> All right. So I don't really know the process for this particular one. Um, I mean, we both agree it's drawn really well. Do you really mean well. to tell me that they stumped you, Tom? <laughs> you? <laughs> uh, I guess. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't really investigating it because a lot of the newer games just like they use all the newer tools. So mm-hmm. Flash or Photoshop, it could be Flash or Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a program out there I know that's called Spriter mm-hmm. um, that will help a lot if you have things kind of pieced out. Yeah. This didn't look like that. It looked like he literally drew it frame yeah, by frame. Yeah. You know, I, I guess very fluid. Right. The best way to explain it is like when we were talking about the motion tweening in Teslagrad for the the Raptor Claw, um, not Raptor Claw, the Bird Claw. The Bird Claw, yeah, yeah. Um, like I was explaining how like if they made it that fluid, they would have had to draw all sixty frames, and nobody's mm. going to draw all sixty frames, right? Whoa. It sure looks like this guy drew somebody drew all <laughs> sixty frames, right? It sure yeah. looks like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's really what he did, but I mean, it's like you're playing a car. It's like literally you're playing a cartoon. Like you're yeah. like dust is gorgeously drawn, and like the way he moves, he's got all kinds of different you know move sets, and like it looks very anime feel to it too. Yeah, you know, like I. I, I enjoyed just having him run around and slash and, you know? Yeah, especially, so the one I liked in terms of animation the most was, uh, it was on an Xbox controller, would have been XXYY, um, but basically the left button, left button, top button, top button. Yeah. Because um, he kind of spins and stabs somebody and then turns and slams them into the ground. Yes. And it was like all very, like, and you're immune the whole time he does that. Once you've stabbed somebody, and you have them on the tip of your sword, like, you can't be hit. So, like, he can just animate the rest of the frames, and it's very smooth, and then you slam the guy on the ground, and suddenly you can be hit again, so you have to dodge out of the way and things like that. But, um, yeah, the animation is very smooth, and I think they just literally spent a lot of time drawing as many frames as they could. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole the whole spin move, my favorite is, like, when, he, when you jump up, and then you just start doing the spin move. And he's yeah. doing this like he was almost like one of those old kung. Fu, I love first of all, I love old kung fu movies. Yes, like the Wu Tang and all that stuff. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And that's that's what he reminded me of. He reminded me of like a Shaolin monk mixed with a Wu Tang guy. And he's like jumping around. He's like doing this twirl in the air with his hat, that hat that he has. Yes. And it looks amazing. Like he's you know, and he's like hitting hitting guys and just like it. I I really love that animation on him. You know. Right. Right. Um. It's just there are so many animators on YouTube and Newgrounds and these places where it's just like you want them all to make video games. I I have no issues at all with any of the drawing or art or any of it in this game. Like and it was done, I know we'll talk about this later, but it was done in a way where like you never felt like when you were playing the game the art um caused you to miss a ledge or oh I died and I didn't think no, somehow they got all the hitboxes to match up directly to mm-hmm. the art. Yeah. So, like, you, when you got hit, you got hit, and you knew exactly what it was from, despite the fact that you they were using more frames and more animations than any other game that we've played. So, right. like, yeah. it was it's, it's all phenomenal. From a graphical standpoint, yeah, um, like, from all the stuff drawn, uh, yeah, no, com- the backgrounds, no The backgrounds were amazing. You know, like, all the backgrounds yeah. is like, when you're in the area, you're in the area. Like, you know what I mean? And it, like they had a... They had like a far background, a middle, 
and then the, the foreground. You know what I mean? So you right. had all three layers, you know? Yeah. So you really felt that depth, you know, especially in the, in the mountains. When you were in the mountains yeah. and with the snow and everything, that looked amazing. You know, I was like, wow, this, this game just looks gorgeous, beautiful. Right. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the weather effects. I don't know if you like them at all, but it was like anything when, and I could never figure out if it's just random or if it, it was, was random. Okay, because <laughs> you'll be in a town and you'll get a rainstorm coming through. You know, yeah. So it, it was it was almost like they were just all in some kind of loop, right? That just kept going over. It, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, because when the weather effects came in, you see him. There was an animation for that too, where his robes are kind of like, you know, blowing in blowing the wind. back and yeah. all that. You know what I mean? So you know they kind of. So here's my complaint, but it's not really a complaint, is that whenever the lightning got too bad, the whole mm-hmm. screen flashes, yeah. and you can't see anything, and you feel like you're going to die because the game is flashing. But I never did. So I don't know if they figured out it. Like it, it was completely. Maybe you're right. Maybe this game did like get me. <laughs> like like I don't, they tricked me up or something. But yeah. every time you spun too much during a rainstorm. And like that lightning effect happens, it basically flashes the whole screen several times in a row. Suddenly, it feels like I can't see anything for three seconds. I'm going to die. And I know I was playing on hardcore, so like I felt like that a lot of the time. Um, but I never actually did. I always died after the lightning went away, and then I could clearly see what was coming at me, and then I die. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. So it just it bugged me, but visually it looked good. Like I can't complain. It did look awesome. I just. It bugged me after a while, probably because I was playing on hardcore. The only thing that I think that would have made this a little better, um, I don't really have any complaints at all about this. I mean, the only thing that I, and this is just me being nitpicky or just wanting more because I love what I got, okay? (laughs) But basically, when it comes to Dust, he had this dash feature, right? That's kind of like a flip, a little flippy thing that he would do. Yeah. Right, because when he runs at his normal speed, it's just you know kind of like it's like it's like a it's like an animation, but it's not as fast as you want it to be. You know what right, I mean? Right. So you start. So I find my I find myself going through villages because I want to get to the other side, and I'm just like hitting that dash button, oh that flip button, that flip dashing that he does. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that I was doing that a lot. I was like you know flying like flip 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 going through the village you know yeah, yeah. to get to the side to get to to get out of wherever i'm at so i can get back to the map right yeah but the only thing and this is just me being nitpicky i would have loved to see him have more like of a like a mega man like where he's like like you see the cover for the game where he's like kind of running forward with a sword like the way oh, the yeah, animation yeah. he had and on the cover for the game there's just animation of him with the sword is back and he's kind of like dashing forward with the sword back that type of deal. I would have rather had him do that for his dash instead of that flippy thing. Right, right. You know? Yeah. More so, like a Mega Man X style dash, you know? Yes. Would have been sweeter to me. But that's be me and Nick Picky because, I mean, he looked <laughs> awesome when he was doing a little flippy thing anyway. But Right. So wait, let me ask you a question here because you said you dashed through all the towns. Yeah. So this makes me believe that part of being on hardcore was that my energy bar just drained because I could not dash more than three times in a row, and then I had to run for like five minutes. Like that was it. So you you don't run out of energy. What what difficulty did you play on? I'm not trying to call you out. I just want to know. <laughs> no, I played on whatever the normal one was. I wouldn't just, play on hardcore. Okay. 
So but you're saying you could continuously hit the dash button? I would hit the dash button and it would like do a little flippy thing. Yeah. And then I would hit it again and he would do another little flippy thing. Because it wasn't consuming any of my energy to do a flippy thing. Yeah, no, on hardcore it totally does. I can do three of those in a row and then I have to wait for the, to recharge or hit oh, something. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. When, I hit, when, when, you, when you're in combat, it works really good. Uh, this is gameplay stuff, but whatever, I don't do, I'll do it here. When you're in combat, it's fine, because the melee combos recharge your energy so you can keep dashing. Totally fine. When you get to a town, mm-hmm. I can dash three times, and then I have to walk through the rest of the town. And it was huh. super annoying, but okay, it's okay. It means it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay, so a couple other things I had here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out that when you're in the underground, there's these small, short platforms that have like spikes coming out of the bottom of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, and it's a little bit of a stretch, but they completely remind me of the Mega Man X uh, Sigma fight phase two, where he's got the wolf claws that yeah. move up and down. Yeah. And I don't know why they just look like that. So I don't know if that was inspiration for them or okay. if I'm just like seeing things that I want to see. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and the other thing I had was I this game was built for people like me don't like to hunt and everything visually led you we'll get into the map later but um everything visually led you to kind of where it was like the treasure chests Mm -hmm. um the example i have oh the examples i have is it was like i wonder what happens if i stay on this moving platform like you're on a moving platform and you're like yeah what if i stay on it boom treasure chest and it was like oh cool that's something i'm used to happening all the time yeah and then another one was um you get the the air boost where you can jump on the air pockets and the first one you come up to is like a mile long. Like it is the longest airstream you've faced in the whole game. And so you're like, all right, there's something way over there. There yeah, must be. There Wild. has to be, right. Yeah. And it's, there's something there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All of that was visually very rewarding to know. Right. Like when you first got the slide, right? Same right. deal. Yeah. Like you're sliding and then there's like, wait a minute, there's like two slide things here. There's got to be something over there. So you go and there's something over there. Right, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So it was very intuitive, common sense. I really like that no hiding things on me too bad and then on top of it the map was visually helpful because they'd circled and put all where all the yeah they put flags where you need to go next and then they give you a percentage right yep and the percentage tells you how many chest how much treasure you got percentage wise and how much of the actual stage percentage wise you got you know right right so that's that helps because then that's that helps you to go back into a level and say okay did i miss something here yes i did you know what i mean right um and we can get into more of that when gameplay. That's gameplay stuff, right? Yeah. Um, is anything else? Um, I just wanted to point out that because of that stuff, um, I actually I hundred percent of this game, or in this game, it's one hundred and seventeen percent. Like I don't normally do that. Like we talked really? about with Zeo Drifter, you I don't know if you I actually, did not one hundred percent this game. You didn't this no. one, but you did Zeo Drifter, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, and I didn't Zeo Drifter, and yeah. you did, and it's like. Wow, that's kind of interesting that we we flip flopped there. I know we did. <laughs> I just I just wanted to get through the story. You know, okay, okay. I really like I really wanted to get through the story. That's the thing, you know. So like I really wanted to find out what's going on, and you know what I mean. Wow. I really enjoyed the story in this game. Like I said, like it had a little bit of a an Oriental feel, like you know Shaolin monk type of thing. I love that stuff, you know. Nice. And that's that's what I felt here. You know, it's. I I could give or take some of the characters that I saw, but you know, and some of the animations of some of the characters were a little bit off. But when it yeah. came to, when it came to Dust, he looked amazing, and he's and he's that's who you are, you know, that's that's your character. So right, right. 
Awesome. Cool. Um, the only other thing I have for this, with graphic wise, is just the color of this game. Um, unlike Teslagrad, um, but very much like Zeal Drifter, um, very colorful, you know, and I, I like that. Like when a game has lots of bright colors, or at least colors that set the tone of where you're at. You know what I mean? Right. Like very distinctly. So, like when you're in the mountains, in the snowy mountains, you know you're in the snowy mountains. You know what I mean? When you were in the lava part, you knew you were in the flower part, lava part. You know, they even had like the heat waves and stuff. Right. They even had like the blizzards in the in the snowy mountains. You know? Yeah. Or the, the weather effects um, with that. They put the the foreground background is what they are. Yes. Uh, where you had the, the those crystal, streams, the crystalline, oh, the ice crystalline ice that was like you'd walk and you, through, and, and then you're behind it. Dust oh, gets see? all like distorted, like yes. you're looking through yes. an ice cube. Yes, you're or looking whatever. through the ice, right? That was fantastic. Or when you were, yeah, or when you were on top of the mountain, right? They had these, they had this thing where these avalanches would come. But they put, oh, a, yeah. but they put a, a, a platform, a, a small platform, strategically right there. And if you can get to that platform, you just stand there, and avalanche just comes down through the whole thing, and you just keep going. You know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that, which is just amazing the co- with color you know just it really gave a sense to of, to where you were um even in the underground caves they weren't too dark you know like no. sometimes caves get dark they had the right amount of shading the right amount of you know so that you can tell what's what and you could tell where he is you could tell where the enemies are um and then you could even get to different areas of the, like different areas of the underground caves had different looks to them even you know yeah like there's a whole area with like these giant mushrooms you know, and then there's another area where like, um, where that where the little town was with the mushroom kid, that had its own yeah. feel to it too. You yep. know, I didn't even realize there was a village down there. It was awesome to find that. You right. know, so yeah, th- I feel like when they talk about the zones, like a lot of games, they get to the end and it's almost like the, the artists or the developers or everybody gets tired or they have a deadline to meet, and the the ending felt rushed visually. This game did not. No. Like it was the, it was every single area looked handcrafted and fully fleshed out and yeah. fully thought out and planned ahead and its own feel and its own look. Like there was nothing where they were just like, "Oh, it's the end of the game, let's recolor something and throw it in there." Mm-hmm. Like that didn't happen. It's no. not and you expect it the whole time cuz it's a long game. Yeah. So you expect, "Hey, it's a long game, eventually I'm going to run into the same stuff and the artists were going to get lazy." They never do. Like this game start to finish gives you something brand new every step along the way right and then there were also parts of this game where you could like even go into go into places you know i didn't i didn't i wasn't expecting that like it's it has a very open not open world but like a very majestic world feel to it throughout the whole thing because you have lots of outdoor environments yeah or underground or whatever it is but then you get into a whole area where you're going through these mansions and it's like now you're indoors and it still looks awesome yeah like i it love still that area looks, that's probably my favorite area it still looks amazing, yeah. you know, the the mansion part. Yeah, that was oh so good. And then the enemy types fit the area that you're in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the graveyard in the mansion, you have these little like zombie guys coming. You know? Yeah. Which was cool. Like it's just Game- every, everything attention to detail. You know? We'll talk about this later, but gameplay wise, that that whole area is amazing too. But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Anything else? Um, nope. I'm good. I'm for, good for graphics and color. Graphics and color, right. All right, so we still have sound and music. What do you got? Yes, so music. All right. So here's what I got for my notes for this. Um, music is done by someone named Alex Brandon, and he is at HyperDuck Soundworks, and he has its own website. 
um, called just like the last game, right? So this website is called uh, Hyper Duck. Hyper like H Y P E R Duck. Uh, dot dot co dot uk um so what is that british i sounds uk right I don't yeah know. yep that, that sounds british? british yep um i would assume so <laughs> I, I think european at least european again yep um so they 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 got this guy alex brandon hyperduck soundworks um the ost has 30 tracks on it um the music I mean, what can I say? Just a very good goes with the game. I mean, nothing, nothing spectacular, but nothing cheap. You know, it's it just it yeah. just fits the game. You know, yeah, it ramps up at the right parts. Like it gets louder, dreary yeah. at the sad parts. It's upbeat at the other some yep. of the upbeat parts. You know, very soft um, parts, melodic. Um, p- lots of use of piano, like lots of symphonic style music. Yeah, um, very movie quality is what I got here. Um, some very oriental themes like you could hear that in there especially in the battles and all that yeah um just just fits the game i mean i you know yeah it just i i mean i hate this i hate to make it sound like it's nothing spectacular but it did such a good job with the music that it's like it just fits the game it's right, like it's perfect right. music for the game yeah you know i agree completely so i'm not bashing the music i'm saying that it's it's done so well that it's it just becomes seamless with the game yeah and that's a compliment in itself i guess you know yeah definitely um so uh i have a couple tracks that i like okay um because i went to the you know obviously while playing the game there was a couple tracks that stood out to me that i really liked um but then i went and found them and so i can kind of play them for you guys here so um the first one is called uh the land of remembrance and it's actually the map music. So we'll listen to that. So what do you think of that, Tom? So I love that music. It's it makes me want to play the game again. <laughs> like, really? Like, I mean, I played this game so much. Uh, I mean, like fourteen hours. Yeah, me. I oh. had about twelve hours in there. Thirteen yeah. hours. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. No, hearing the map music again definitely. Yeah, the map music. It's so cool because when you're when you when you go back to the map, 
like it's almost like they've been traveling through this land and going through their adventure and now they're like taking a break and they're at their little camp and so it's at night and you could tell that there's a fire because it's like this like fire shadow thing and then if you i don't know if you did this but if you push up on the map like like it's almost as if dust is looking at the map and you're being in your dust right? right so if you push up on the map you you look up and you see fidget yeah and she's just like sleeping or whatever it is that she's doing eating yep. or whatever it is so it's yeah, so yeah, cool yeah. like you know yep. even that has an animation to it you know yeah and i like that like they only show you like the bottom of her paw if so if there's like a hint there that she's there yeah but at it's first so subtle, right. you don't notice it right and then like you're like wait what and then you try to push up and it intuitively just goes up and then boom there it is like you can see her sleeping or whatever you yeah know. that that was really cool. so cool so cool <laughs> Um, so that's my first track. My next track, just one more. Um, there's 30 tracks on here, obviously, but the next one is called uh, Abbotus Forest. So that's Abadis or Abadis Forest. So what do you think? Yeah. So I I mean I don't know if this was part of their influence uh, or again maybe I'm just hearing things and seeing things that I want to, but it that is, feels like Final Fantasy to me. Right. It just like it like has battle music. The Final yeah. Fantasy battle music. It's like I got into a random encounter. The screen twisted and then suddenly there were enemies in front of me. Only instead. There's a whole bunch of enemies already there, and I just slash away at them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very much a Final Fantasy feel, um, and it's it's interesting to to see the influences of like the next generation of games um, that we kind of went through, right? We mm-hmm. when we we're talking about Mega Man, and then we did some indie games. You know, like Zero Drifter was clearly influenced by NES, right? Right. Um, yeah. and probably Super Nintendo and whatnot. Um, this game feels very influenced by PlayStation, like PlayStation One. Yes. Um, yes. This is this. It feels. Oh like my a gosh! I can't believe you're game. saying that because now, yes, you are correct. Right. Yeah. Um, the Final Fantasy music, the kind of Sigma. I know that's Super Nintendo, but Mega Man X went into PlayStation Two. The yeah. looking, you know, spikes, um, and just like the general flow and feel and graphical look of yes. kind of a PlayStation game. Yeah. So. Like like this this game, if it would have came out on PlayStation One, would have done like awesome yeah. on, his, on that yeah. like when we were playing that back in the days you know what I mean right yeah it, it has that feel to it yes yeah absolutely yeah. awesome um, so yeah those are the two tracks uh, my two favorite tracks on there um, if you guys want to listen to the whole thing just you know YouTube it 30 tracks the only other thing is when you go to uh, Hyperduck Soundworks let me pull that up 
it just I mean it's a it's a nice looking page. They got samples from other things that he's done. Um I mean he's 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 got a SoundCloud on there. Um but Dust I think is the only game that he's probably done stuff music for like an actual game it seems like because the other stuff he's done is like a tribute to Chrono Trigger or a tribute to Zelda or whatever you know what I mean so he's definitely into RPGs Um, so I mean just go to the website and check it out pretty cool looking website also um, when you go to that house in the game where it's like the sanctuary house yeah when you because in this game you save people right yeah these other characters from different games like Spelunky and Super Meat Boy and I'm sure we're going to talk about that but they go they get transported to this house right and when you go in that house there's like this DJ table yes and then it has like this duck on it with headphones right which I didn't get I don't get that reference I didn't get that at all but that's Hyper Duck that's his symbol oh makes sense (laughs) that's that's his symbol I mean because they have the masks on like the helmets there's a music group that does that I don't know what their names are uh Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Daft Punk. Yes. That's, yeah. It looked like they had the Daft Punk... Oh, ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it looked like they had the Daft Punk kind of like helmets on, the ducks, the two ducks that were DJing. You, you didn't get both of them, did you? No, I did not. There's two ducks. Oh, man. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know why there's two, because there's only one hyper duck, but they look Well, no, exactly hold on a second. That makes sense, though, because on... All right, so when you go to the website... You'll see that same symbol, like that's their logo, I guess. It's like a duck with a headphones on, right? Yeah. And then on the on the front page, I'm looking at it right now. It has one duck on one side, and he's looking, and he has another duck on the other side, and he's looking. He's like kneeling down. It looks pretty cool. And he's got this guitar on his back. Yeah. And he's kind of like kneeling down and kind of looking at the other one. And then there's one duck just standing up, like upright, and he's like looking at the other duck. So I guess there's two ducks. Yeah, there's two ducks. Yeah. There was definitely two in the game. Okay. Um, and when you unlock both of them, they put on like the Daft Punk helmets and they DJ the whole thing. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I thought that. Was oh cool. yeah, no, right here. All right, so I'm I'm sorry. I, we'll continue this a little bit. Um, when I, <laughs> when you pull up the about us. It says we are Hyper Duck Soundworks, a two-man team from Northern oh, Ireland. There we go. So <laughs> just gotta flip the page. Yeah, who are, pa- <laughs> who, are pa- <laughs> who are passionate about creating music and sound for media. So yeah, so there's two. There's a two-man team there. Got it. All right. Got it. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Okay, makes sense. See, I didn't pull that up. You did. So did you? What? How did you get that? You had to find every. You had to find all the characters to be able to pull that. Pull them out or. Yeah, once there's twelve. You unlock all twelve. I think once you unlock both the ducks, they start DJing up on the stage, and there's like a flashing lights and everything. But see, I didn't get that. I didn't do that. Yeah, that's once you do that. But you, that's before. There's still twelve. You after that, uh, there was another character. I can't remember which one I did last, but there's another one, because the spelunky has the guy and the girl. I think the girl might have been the last one I unlocked. I don't know. I didn't okay. do them in any reasonable order. So right, right. It's just you just gotta go and get a hundred percent in all the stages, right? Right. And then, you, and then that means finding all the chests. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. So there's twelve, and you get the the HP bonus five percent per one that you unlock. Did you get that? Is that not a? You're looking at me weird. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <that> not. <laughs> you suppose that's what the screen showed me. I don't know. I didn't actually check to see if my HP changed. But when you unlock a uh, uh, a guy, you get five percent bonus. Exp- uh, health oh yeah whenever you find one of the dudes yeah like super meat boy or yeah. whoever it is okay yeah i so, just yeah you just it just helps you with your hp okay right right yeah cool All right. are we ready to move on to gameplay yes sweet 
Gameplay. All right, so here's Tom's favorite part of the night. That's right. Gameplay. Absolutely. Favorite part of the night. Go. Um, (laughs) Okay, so the gameplay for this is fairly clean. Um, I'm going to do my complaints first and just get them out of the way because there's not a lot of them, and I just want to make sure I get them in, and I'd rather be positive second. So first of all, first of all, um, going forward in any game, indie game or big production game, any game that any developer will ever make ever, ever for the rest of time, if you have a hardcore mode, do not include one-shot hits for enemies. No, there's no point in doing it ever, ever again. <laughs> it is the most annoying thing, and it doesn't make the game harder. So that's like my like biggest one complaint. one-hit kills? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so annoying. And like, I know... I, You're talking is, about those big ogre things in the cave? Those big guys that like hit you with the club? Those guys will probably kill you one shit, one shot, right? Those guys did it, but this is more the beginning of the game. I started this game, and you go through, and you you play the first little area, and you kill everything, and it's mm-hmm. like okay. And I took damage, and I was like, oh crap, that's a lot of damage. Totally fine. And then you get to the the giants, the yes. first giant you see, boom, yeah. one shot kill. <laughs> yeah, but you're supposed to be able to parry them, right? Yeah, you are able to parry them, but it's but it's, the timing sometimes is off on that, right? Well, especially when I'm learning to play the game. I never right, played yeah, the game yeah, before. Yeah, right. I was like, I have no idea. And it just puts you right down. Yeah. yeah, and then the worst one, those weren't that bad because the pairs for that were were semi reasonable. Um, but the one that was real bad is the spiky, like slime looking things. Oh yeah, those were one shots. Those guys too. always hit you. Yeah. So my number one recommendation, if you play this game, is just farm, regardless, or play on a lower difficulty. Either play a normal. See, that's what I did, and I didn't, right. I didn't have that problem. You won't have any problem. Or if you're the type of person like me that goes, I'm going to play the hardest difficulty they offer because that's you know, just the type of person I am. Um, just farm There's up. nothing wrong with that. That's fine. you got to right. challenge yourself. You know? the, this is an RPG, so there's no reason. And they didn't, they didn't make it harder. All they did was make the enemies have more health and damage, which doesn't make a game harder. Like well, a- <laughs> this, is an action, this is an action platformer RPG. It's not an RPG. Right, right. It's got RPG elements, but you'll get to that. Right, right. Okay, so... Um, so my, if you're gonna play this game and you're gonna play it on hardcore, and you're gonna play it on hardcore, just farm. Get a bunch of levels ahead. The, the rest of the game, once I did that, totally fine. No, yeah, no be, problems at right, all. Right, because when I was playing on normal, what happens is, is like I never felt overwhelmed at all. I always felt like I, I had the advantage in every fight. Right. You know what I mean? And you feel powerful. Yes. So many. Of the I moves always in this. felt that okay. way. Yes. Definitely. So that was my complaint. I had to get that out of the way. Okay. Um, the best description I can think for the combat for people that haven't played is if you took Mega Man Zero for the Game Boy Advance and yes. you combined kind of the the feel of the sword swinging, um, and then you combine that with Diablo style monster waves and slaying them, and yes. kind of having the Diablo abilities and triggered abilities and combo kind of stuff. So not that Diablo has combos, but they have that very much like reactiveness to casting spells and whatnot yeah so if you combine those two games like that's what this game feels like and it mm. feels awesome yeah oh yeah so all the combat is very fluid it's all combat based um, combo based mm-hmm. um they give you most of the combos right away uh in the beginning of the game i think there's one that's like a little bit delayed that you unlock uh and then the rest of the game is spent unlocking movement type stuff dashing sliding yes um the air dash abilities yeah the abilities the the air jump, I should say, yeah. um, and that kind of stuff. So you get all the combo-y type, like, fighter abilities way off right in the beginning, which is really nice. Which is, yeah, that's a nice touch. Because you didn't have to spend the whole game unlocking whatever, just to be able to fight a basic fight. 
Um, okay, so um, boss fights. I feel like the best boss fight for me mm-hmm. um, was probably the underwater one, uh, not underwater, under under the ground one, with, um, the, with the crystal water cave girl thingy yes yeah yeah so in terms of like allowing you to use your abilities you could combo the crap out of her like there was no dead zone there was no like immunity point of view like where like you hit her a couple times and suddenly she's immune it was you just combo 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 and then when she was going to swing at you she was going to swing at you so you had to parry at that particular moment Mm -hmm. and her magic was pretty easy to like dodge and get out of the way but it still challenged you and chased you like that was the most well-rounded fight Mm -hmm. i think of the entire game i was very confused with the first fight which was fuse fuse yeah um fuse's fight was like you would hit him twice Mm -hmm. and then suddenly he's immune and it was like wait I've just I've been fighting my way through getting like 200 hit combos and now I can't hit the boss more than twice in a row. So maybe I did something wrong, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. It very much felt like it was like hit hit okay, now I got to dodge a bunch, hit hit, now I got to dodge a bunch and it was like which is fine. That's not bad. It's just it was like opposite of everything I had been taught to do up mm. to that point. Yeah. And then now I had to slow down and kind of like right, swing. Right, because I, how satisfying is it for you to get, like, see that number meter counting up, like, you know, 70 hits, 80 hits, 90 hits, you know what I mean? Right, right. 100 hits, you know, like, and it, the combo meter is just flying up, you know? Yeah. Especially when you start using Fidget's magic attack, so you're like, nice. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. This is a little side tangent. Did you get that 10,000 hit combo thing that the kid wanted? Is it 10,000? I or got whatever it was, 100,000, whatever it was. It was like a large number, man, of like uh, of hits, I of combos. It, it was a thousand was the quest. But whatever it was, yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Yes, I did. I got it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I could never get that. I would always kill everybody before, like at like the highest I got was four hundred and something, and then everybody was dead on the screen. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't get enough enemies to, you know. Right. I got that in. Um uh, in the the graveyard uh, haunted house area, whatever we're calling okay. it. Okay. Um, the zombies on hardcore mode have a ridiculous amount of health and don't do very much damage. So like, ah, okay. I got that quest and I went into that area, and it was basically like, I could, like, air spin. I could okay use the magic right, mm-hmm. Fiz- uh, fidgets magic. Yeah. And then spin. Yeah. Um, and I used I actually turned from because at that point you have the the combustion ability so let me just run before I describe this I'll run through so you get three magic abilities in the game the first one is like a a multi-hit kind of fizz just fizz I keep calling her fizz fidget Fidget keeps spewing out kind of these little magic balls that you just like shoot all over the place the second magic ability is a combustion kind of like makes the screen explode which looks it's so good. Columns of fire. Feels like, so awesome. good. Yeah. Um, but it's a little harder to control. It does right. have more damage, but it's a little harder to control. And then the last magic is the lightning, the which lightning. was oh. my favorite. Yeah. Um, because it was very targeted, and it made it easier to take down like uh, individual minions as opposed to groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, because on Hardcore, the only problem I was having was with the individual ones. The groups were very easy. So, yeah. um, so lightning was my favorite. So basically... At, when you get to the graveyard, you already have the combustion fiery one, so I turned it back to the original magic. Okay. Because that one is basically meant to give you extra hits. All right. And it okay. doesn't it, because the combustion. I should have tried that. I was just using all combustion all the time. Yeah. So I switched it back to that one, and then all I had to do was use the magic and spin, 
and every zombie would get like if there were four in a row, each of them got hit like five times. So that's you know what it was that uh, uh, like twenty hits or whatever mm-hmm. right away. And then I spin back, and then it busts again and explodes all over the screen. And now each of them get hit like ten times, and it's doing like no damage, and they have such high health that like it was like all I'd have to do is spin jump like three or four times yeah. across, yeah. and I had a combo of three hundred. So wow. then, so on a single okay. screen, you would get two or three groups of zombies. Yeah, yeah. So all I had to do was group them all up. I just ran across the screen and just back and forth and back and forth, and I had a thousand in like under ten seconds. It was really super wow. easy to do okay. on hardcore mode. So, okay. um, I'll I can have to go back and try it just even on normal mode. You know, I I don't know if I can even switch it over to hard mode at this point, but right. Well, yeah, I mean, a normal mode, everything just dies too fast, right? Maybe I mean, that's what it is, too. I don't think know? it would be a skill thing. It's just, it, like I said, it had nothing so to do with... The enemies are just weaker at that point. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything particularly skillful. I okay. was jumping and hitting Y. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you were button mashing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it wasn't... I didn't do anything. They just lived. They just lived, so it wasn't a problem. Um, okay, so let's talk about that area, because that's my favorite area of the whole game. Um, okay. Is you go into this area, and first of all, you got the zombie motif of like you know and they're not zombies but i'm calling them zombies yeah they're like, like these creatures but they look like zombies these yeah. green like decaying decaying things, undead yeah. kind of yeah. looking things and a i liked that it had they had a bunch of health um because the minions in this game up to that point for me at least didn't have a lot of health so you mm-hmm. come into this area where there's more health and then you introduce the exploding kind of minion um which if you hadn't gone to out archer's pass yet it depends on because you there's optional pass in the game yeah archer's pass has the bloms where they yes. explode. Oh, I hated those guys. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> they always got me. Like, I would turn on fire, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and you got to use the ice cream. Because I have to get near them, you know, like, to get them to explode. Or, I would, actually, I, I got wise some after a while. I just would turn on Fidget's first ability, the wind or whatever it's called, and hit them with the little fire magic little balls that she throws out yeah. and then have them kind of take a couple hits of that and then they would explode you know what I mean okay, okay. and they would take out three or four of them with them too so right. they were like because they were all lined up strategically yeah you know um, so. you didn't have to hit them at all all you had to do is well jump. if I got near them but yeah. then they would they would hit me oh okay I wasn't quick enough to get away when they were <laughs> right it was bad it was bad <laughs> I felt like I should have mentioned this under sound but I felt like the sound effect and the feedback that like when you go near a blom uh, it like has uh, this like heat wave that comes out from yes. it, and it looks like it's like obviously super hot yeah, about to yeah. explode, and then it's like boom, boom. It was like this like you can feel it. Yeah, it's good feeling to have that that sensation of like the screens. Yeah, all the sound effects were like on point. Yeah, all the sound effects in the game. Um, so I, I thought that was really cool. But anyway, so if you didn't go to Archer's Pass yet, which you didn't have to, and I actually didn't, um, I didn't go there till later. I was like, when do I get the blacksmith? I didn't actually like read that I had to go there in the oh, quest. Oh yeah, I found her. Yeah, <laughs> which actually she gives you a little transceiver, and then you could blacksmith whenever from wherever. You know yes, I mean? yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. Which I'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so you, they introduced the exploding enemies, where it's like it's in a pack of zombies, and if you hit it and get too close, it like explodes. Now that one was actually really hard to dodge. And I had to farm up a bunch there because that one sh- one shot me every time. So I had to go get more health and then come back before I could keep going. Um, but the big thing I liked about this area, the mansions, is whenever I come into a new area and I've had the feeling that I can unlock things and go to secret areas, mm-hmm. I feel the need to go slow. And it kind of bugs me because like, I want to just play the game. I don't want to go slow and unlock everything as you go. And the way the mansions worked is the second you walked in the door, they introduced something that chased you. Yeah. 
and that so, ghost guy chased you all over the place, right? You right. Got to get away from him, right? Yeah. And so there was no reason for me to go slow. There was no reason for me to look for things. I got to literally just play through the level because something was chasing me. And then when I was done on the way out, everything was super intuitive where it was, where now to unlock it. Now you can go it. find it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know, just the way it felt, beating that section first and then going back on the way out to get things just felt so good. Yeah, I felt yeah. like that was done so well. Yeah, that was good. Um, and this was the area where they you could read the little notes. There was a bunch of little notes from the servants about like, yeah, the, the they guy. Yeah, they and, flesh out the story here, too. Yeah. You know? So that was just, that whole area was amazing. You get little opinion. items that, you know, belong to the master or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was great because there's the, did you do the rose on the grave thing? Uh, yeah, where you want to wait. So, uh, when you're going to the northeastern area, there's a graveyard where there's a, a, a gravestone with a single rose on it. Mm-hmm. So now, obviously, when we went there, at least I did, I'm assuming you did too, we're looking at, this has to be something special. It's this bright, saturated rose in this very washed out background and, and foreground. And I was like, this has to be something. And I tried a whole bunch of stuff and it didn't work. And I was like, uh, and I was getting frustrated. Like, at that point, I was like, this cannot be, this game has been so good at showing me where the secret things are. Why do I have to do this? Like, mm-hmm. why is it taking this away from me? And then literally, like, two screens from then, you pick up a note that says... I knelt in front of that grave every day for so many days or whatever, and it's like, oh, okay, I just have to go kneel in front of it. And I did, and then it warps you to a different area. So, like, the game taught me how to do the secret thing, but at first it gives you a chance to find it out on your own. do it on your own, yeah. And if you don't, then it just tells you. And it's like, that's perfect. It was the way they did that was just so good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, So that's another reason that's my favorite area. And it had the funny guy. You walk into this area, and he's like... I'll yeah, I'll guard these rocks or something like yeah, <laughs> you just gotta the stay Australian here. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing too. All the characters had different like personalities, you know, like you had the Australian guy, you had like the uh the outback looking dude. Like not the outback, the uh the guy with the kid with the feather in his cap or whatever and he was oh, like yeah. running around and you had like the weirdo with the like find my box and yeah. blah blah. <laughs> like it's just Did you find the box? Did you do that? Yeah, yeah. That was so weird, like having to go die. I was, I thought the game was gonna make me, like die. I was so, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I did it anyway, and then it doesn't kill you, so that was. Cool. And then, oh, I don't know if you're gonna talk about this, but the areas they give you where you can like, um, speed run through this area. Oh yes, the little I forget what they're called, but the little areas that are side, like little side things, on this game, like yeah. little side. I don't remember what they areas call them, for but they're skill. Like challenge you know I mean? areas, yeah. Yeah, challenge areas, yeah. Yeah. Um, those were all... I found them kind of easy. I don't know... Yeah, they were, I think they were supposed to be. Oh, were they you get some kind be? of ability if you do it right. Yeah. I four-starred all of them almost on the first try. I think there was a couple of them that took me more than one try, but uh, they were all very... So you had to go through it as fast as possible. Yeah. And then you get to the lion's head, and then he gives you something, you know? Yeah. Sometimes he gives you an ability... I think one of them gave me an ability or something. Oh, did it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I just did them all, so like I, I didn't pay attention to what I got. So that this is going to be my other... It's not really a complaint, but I felt like it's good and bad. The item system in this game was so easy to understand. Anytime you picked up an item, you hit select, it goes to that item in your menu. Yes. It doesn't go to just a generic menu where you have to find it. Right. It goes right to that item, it puts the cursor on that item, and there's a pop-up that tells you what that item does. Amazing. That was, like, right. so necessary to do. Um, 
And when you upgrade things or uh, like use the patterns and buy items and sell items and all of it was so intuitive that yeah. the item system was like like perfect in a sense that was like I just upgraded and, and did things so easily that like I didn't even think about it. And then that's like the complaint of it is like it was so good. Like I didn't feel like upgrades were a thing. Like I didn't feel like it mattered. I opened all these chests and right. I just kept upgrading and kept yeah. putting on the new thing. Yeah. And none of it, none of it mattered. It was like you could have just given me the stats instead of making me click those buttons. Like that's how easy you made it for me. Right. Well, that's the other thing is the the system there was so. Um, I guess that's what I called it light, like a light RPG system. But that's I think that's what you're. I, I couldn't put my words to it. What. But I think you're exactly right when you say that, where, like, I would get the vest, right? And then I would put that on. And then I would go and I would get the other thing, or I would buy it, or I would, like, have enough materials to make it, right, with the blacksmith or whatever it is, right? With, you get the blueprint, right? And I make right. the new vest. I put that on. Now, every other vest that came before that is just, it, may, it meant nothing. Right. Like, I could sell it. I can get rid of it. Right. But, like, I didn't feel the need to keep anything, is what I'm saying. Right. Like, I just got rid of stuff. Like, I just got rid of everything and kept just the strongest stuff on. Yeah. Which, I guess, when you play a game like Diablo or something like that, that's what it's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you're saying. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like the, the RPG system is more like you don't need to really craft too much. You, just, you can even get it just from a chest and then you put it on and that's it. And so you get the stronger thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're not really playing with the stats too much, you know? Yeah, you just put on the next best thing, which is okay. And I think yeah, if you're going to... I gonna, think for this game, it's okay, right. Yeah, and if you're going to have that system, the fact that they made it so easy to do that and upgrade things was, was great. They had to, that like... If you I always had, had enough materials, right? Right, yeah. Uh, in Diablo, it's the menus are very cumbersome. Like, there's this thing where you have to disenchant to find out what you got. Mm-hmm. And, like, in Diablo, and you have to, like constantly click the button over and over to disenchant 100 items just to figure out if you got anything and then sort through them and it's like you didn't have to do any of that no. like that was just no it was right. here's your new item boom buy it equip it whatever well my only complaint and this is again it's this has this game has light rpg elements this is a, a, mostly a, an action platformer but my only complaint would be like whenever you pick anything up like it took you forever to like cuz it would pop out on the bottom of your screen and i could see why they did that where like, you, you're picking stuff up, but you're running through the stage, right? You don't want to have to stop to check everything, right? right. So they keep popping up, popping up whatever you picked up on the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. Right. And then it has a select button. That means if you want to check it out, you can click on this and go. But I found that that was really slow for me. Okay. Like, there, there are times where I just wanted to check what it was immediately and then keep moving. And I would have to wait for it to appear on the bottom left-hand corner for me to check what it was that I got. I couldn't just hit the button and go right to it. I have to find it if I hit the button right away. Oh, you mean if you there was like... a little bit of a lag, is what I'm saying when it came to that. Huh? I didn't really notice. That's uh... like if you pick up multiple things, like multiple right. uh, food items or multiple material items, right? And you want to know what you have, like you you hit select and you can go and find the items, and it'll, it'll automatically update it really fast on your screen on your select screen. Right. But if you waited and didn't want to do that, they would pop out on the bottom left slowly. Like oh, I see. If you picked up a bunch of stuff, tooth of fang, yeah. you know, uh, whatever it is, the next thing, um, whatever it is, and it's on the bottom left-hand corner as you're running, 
and then you could click on it and see what it is directly like right, you're saying right, you know what I mean right. but it, it, I wanted I wanted that to be quick faster than that is what I'm saying okay you know yeah it makes sense I guess because my, my play style is as soon as I get something I just want to see what it is do I need it do I not and move on okay I don't have to I don't want I didn't want to have to wait for it to pop up on the bottom to see directly what it is so I found myself not even using that feature that you were saying right I would just hit select right away and I'd have to find it you know what I mean? Huh. And see what's different about my menu or what I've gained or whatever it is. Right, right. Especially when it came to material is what I'm saying. See, I never checked the materials. I just kept getting them and getting them and just let it accumulate. Well, I only checked it like when I specifically got a ring because I knew that like the rings were the ones where like it took me a while to get those. The sword items, the, the armors all mm-hmm. came. I'd got tons of drops for those. But yeah, like yeah. if I ever saw a ring, boom, then I knew I'd go and I'd grab it. And well, here's the thing is, I don't know if you knew this, but with the, with the shop... Like once you get a new material, like you you have to like go to a shop and give it to them so that it comes out in your catalog in your shop. Right. Then you always have it. Right. Instead of using it right away, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always wanted to check my material and see if there's anything new, so I can go to the shop, so I can give it to the guy, so I can have it forever, which I liked about the game. Yes. You know. That, that was feature. awesome. Yeah. See, I never felt the need to check though. Just whenever I found a shop, then I just sold him whatever I had. Okay. Maybe that's the difference. Okay. It's so, just different play style. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> um, so my complaint about this, though, is that uh, eventually you get Id- uh, ring items that give you times three item drops. Mm-hmm. And it makes the chest useless. It makes the chest just the thing for the achievements. Because right. at one point there's a treasure chest that has, like, I think, I'm pretty sure... It's a, a, a unique drop to get the wedding ring. I don't know if you got the wedding ring. I don't know what it meant or not. if it's an Easter egg or whatever, but you get a wedding ring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, finally, a chest that gives me something unique that I can't get anywhere else because I was getting drops ridiculous fast from the, the enemy. So I never any chest I got never had anything that I needed. Right, because I was already powered up. There are some chests you get that you get something in there, but you already have the stronger version of it on. Right. So it's like... Right. This meant nothing, you know? Yeah, so the yeah. wedding ring was different because it's this ridiculously powerful ring that's like I couldn't find anywhere else and whatever. And the second I got the wedding ring, maybe it unlocks the ability to get it as a drop after that. But the second I got the wedding ring, I killed some stuff and I got another wedding ring. And it was like, yeah. did I even need that chest? Like, No, I, I think you had to get it to maybe, be able to yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? Like right, you had right. to get it first to be able to have enemies start dropping it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the drops were so frequent, it was like I skipped a bunch of items, like you're saying. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, before I talk about the final boss, one more note is the the RPG part of this where they storytell. Um, let me say that again. The part where they felt the need to interrupt the game to tell a story about things that could hurt you was terrible. It's the only thing that was like besides being one shot that was like just awful about this game is when you the specific example I have and they do it many more times but the one I have is you get to the point where um there's those little blob looking things in the underground that drop the poison uh-huh. And it's like a rhythm. They do a little ring noise, and then they drop a bunch of poison. Or they can heal you, actually. Oh, the yeah, the blob. Th- yeah, if it's red, it's poison. If it's blue, it's like heal. Right. right. And you get up, and you're about to run next to one of them, and they stop. And Fidget goes, wait, 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 you can get hurt. No, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't go under there. Blah, 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 be careful, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, 
And that was not the first time, and it wasn't the last time that they did that throughout the game. And it's like, I'm an experienced gamer. Lots of people that play this game are experienced gamers. We don't need to be told that something's going to hurt me. Like, if I see something drop from a ceiling, like, they do it again. After I already went through this whole with area. With the icicles. With the icicles, they do. Yeah. It's like, anybody that's played a video game ever knows that if icicles drop, they're going to hurt you. <laughs> All right, so to play devil's advocate here, okay? To yep. play devil's advocate, I think this is a way that they had, they, they brought fidget more into the game. See what I'm saying? Like, right. It was. I, I think what they were trying to. If I had. To, if I had to try and defend their reasoning for doing this, okay. It, I don't think it was to offend you or, or to or to make it seem like you don't know what you're doing. Right. I think it was more so they can bring Fidget, and her, comedic, like aspect, into the game at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying, at those times, right. So, because she's flying along with you the whole time, why wouldn't she be talking to you? See what I'm saying? Right. So, again, this goes back to what you were saying before, where you're not the character. You're kind of playing, you're watching a cartoon or you're watching the story. Right, right. So, that's a way to kind of build her back in. Like, if they were running along, yes, she would be telling him, watch out, there's icicles up ahead or whatever, you know what I mean? Or some of those things was even like, weren't even like corny the way she said them, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh my God, they're zombies, or whatever it is that she's doing, right? To make yeah. it like a cutesy thing, you know? Some so of those were good, I agree. The comedic part of it yes. was funny. So I think that that's what they were trying to do there. If I had to explain a rationale, right. I didn't mind it so much because I like that stuff a little bit, you know, the cheesiness of it. Yeah. But my favorite one, if I mean, to talk about Fidget's cheesiness, is after you do the box quest, you turn in the box. Um, in order to, was it the box? Some, yeah, I believe it was the box quest. At some point, you uh, you have to get a doll as part of that quest. Yes. Um, and Fidget draws herself. Yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. It's first. Uh, first of all, it was yeah, just was oh, great. it was so funny. It was great. Um, so there's that part of the quest. Yeah. After you actually finish it though, mm-hmm. and she has the picture. There's an NPC at the left end of that town, the bigger guy. The guy that's kind of like pissed off that you entered the town in the first place, yes. like way off the One of the two soldier guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go talk to him, uh-huh. after you have the drawing, she goes, do you like it? To him, and like covers her face and like puts it up. Uh, and I didn't do that. And he's just like, go away. Like He's so oh. angry about it. <laughs> It was so, no, he awesome. says leave me alone I think it is he just leave I, me I alone I did not do that <laughs> it was so funny I couldn't like and that's hilarious that yeah, I liked like right that's good like or the other part in the, in the beginning of the game where you go and you find the uh, the, the laundry for the boy yes. that Giuseppe sent the boy to do the laundry right <laughs> yes and then you and then it's the only time in the game I think that they did this where you had to choose what you wanted to do so yeah. like you could choose if you want to um, just give him the laundry back normally, or you or you can or you can put it in poison ivy or something and have him like and give him like almost like a payback for sending the boy yeah. in harm's way. And I chose to to, to put it in poison ivy or Did whatever. You? <laughs> yeah. And then we gave him the clothes, and then for the rest of the game, whenever you see him, he's like scratching himself, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, you know, oh, get out of here or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he's he's mad at you. You know what I mean? Right. So those kind of things. I think that's the only time that you get to choose like. Choose this or choose that to this character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do good by this character or do bad by this character. I think that's one of the only times that they did that. Yeah. I can't, you know? The other times they give you the illusion of choice where they would say, here's your three different options. And then you pick one and you get a little bit of a story thing. And then you find out it's the wrong choice and they make you pick again. Like they did that a bunch of times. But they, there was no, I don't think, 
any other permanent choices. Well, right. Or or they did this where you were when you were in, when you were in the uh, the mushroom village there with the mushroom boy, and then you find the old the old guy and he yeah. keeps sending you to get things for him yeah. and you keep coming back and he's like alright well can you go get this for me and you go and you like have to get something else for him and it's like all new animation you know it's like kind of funny yeah some of the stuff he was saying you know yeah 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 so um, but I digress yeah <laughs> those are all optional quests though those are all optional things that's the RPG side of this you know what I mean if you just want to go through the game you don't have to do any of that really you know right right so the other point I want to make is there was no pitfalls in this entire game they had pits with spikes. They had ceilings with spikes. None of that was one shot, uh, surprisingly. Uh, mm-hmm. On hardcore mode, the spikes do 50% damage. I don't know what they did to you. Mm-hmm. but uh, So that was kind of annoying, but it wasn't a one shot. Okay. But there was no area in this entire game where if you jumped off the edge, you fell into a pit. Not a single one. And I thought that was fantastic. I- I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Hold on. Go ahead. I mean, I looked. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, you're, you're, I believe you. I just, no. I'm just thinking the only part that I was going to question is, but no, you're right, because when I fell off that, I hit an air current, and I was just like floating through the air until I got to like a platform. Yep. So even in that part, there was like these air currents on the bottom, and you, wouldn't, you couldn't fall to your death. Yeah, there is no yeah, Mega right. Man pitfall right. in the entire game. Wow. Okay. Which is fantastic. That's impressive, yeah. I, I realized this a couple... To think that they mapped out all the stages in such a way where you're never going to fall into a pit. Right. It's genius, too, because they didn't have to code anything for it to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like Extra animation. Extra like animations right, yeah, yeah. or extra code for respawning your, your guy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, I figured this out, like, I don't know, uh, like, ten panels in or whatever. I was like, I, there's no areas to jump off of. So I just started jumping off of things, which was fantastic because in every other video game where there's a pitfall and there's secret stuff, you usually miss the secret stuff because um, because there's stuff hidden in the pitfalls and you don't know which one's going to kill you and which one's not. Right. In this game, it was incredibly like freeing to be able just to jump, jump down every pit. Yeah. Like just Literally just, every pit I saw, fall. I was right. just like, I'm just going to jump down. Nope. If there's an item, yeah. great. If not, I have to climb back up. Like that's, That was the penalty, is I have to climb back up. Right. At which point, there was probably a bunch of enemies I could have used to fly back up using like the, yeah. the whole... Yeah. It's because if you, use that fly, if you use that... Uh, I don't know what do we want to call that the spin fly yeah, move that he does is, yeah. like you find yourself flying all the way to the top of the stage and I, I use that a lot to like find secret areas that, that were on top too you know what I mean yeah. to look for secret areas that you can kind of get into you know yeah um, not a requirement but it does let you unlock them sooner like that's another great thing about this game is it lets you um, if you figure out how to fly upwards you yeah. can get to treasure chests that aren't available until you get the wall grab Right, you can get it sooner. Yeah, if, yeah. if you can get up there, it's yours. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And if you can't, you get the wall grab later. You'll, you'll get, get it, it later. later yeah. yeah. Um, I keep having more. I'm sorry. I put a lot of notes for this. Oh, that's awesome. Um, there's an achievement called Blue Bomber. Just saying, there is one. <laughs> I got all oh, the achievements. Wow. Not only did I 117 percent this game, mm-hmm. I also unlocked all the achievements in Steam. Um, the Blue okay. Bomber achievement is kill six enemies with a single bomb. Uh, not the bloms in Archer's Pass, but the, the like the eggplant looking bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, which is oh, I love those. Yes, I love those because I would grab them with my wind, you know, with the uh, sword swirl thing. Yep. And then they follow you. So then you you keep spinning and they they keep following you and you use yes. that a lot. But the thing is that when you bring them up to a uh, a column or something to blow up, their animation did not hurt you. 
Right. Which was which was sweet. You know what I mean? Yes. So I wasn't scared of them because I knew I'm not gonna get hit by them. They're gonna destroy the whatever it is that I gotta get through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So let's talk about the end of the game, and then okay. I'll be done with gameplay. Um, so good things and bad things. Uh, good thing is those like flying helicopter looking things i don't know what they really were but there's like a, they kind of zoom in there like and the animation was awesome too oh those those the, the vehicles yeah oh yeah i wasn't expecting that because yeah. they fly in sideways and then they kind of like hover turn like a helicopter yes. would and it's so smooth um and when you kill them if you do i don't know it's really hard to do i couldn't really figure out how to do it. i just kind of got lucky every once in a while but mm. there's like an air attack where you stab something in the air yeah and then you smash it into the yes. ground yep Right, I couldn't do it consistently, but if you do that on the uh, the helicopter-looking things, uh-huh. it's an insta-kill for everything that lands on it. Yeah, because you're slamming it down, right? It kills all the enemies, and it kills all your like helpful Moonblood guys that are coming with you. It just kills them all. <laughs> uh, wow. So it was like, I, I don't know why, I just had so much fun just like stabbing a helicopter and jamming it into the ground, and then yeah. just having it explode and just like destroy all the enemies. I just everything. love how they fell to the ground. Like, if you, if you hit them enough and they just fall to the ground, it's like... It's like, you know, a big explosion, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So cool. Um, Although, to me, it's just me, again, being a little nitpicky, they were cool in design, they were and all that, but to me, like, this game seems more like fantasy and, like, you're, like, in this world with, like, magic and everything, and then at the end you have these, like, generators and these helicopter things that are more, like, futuristic, kind of. Yeah. So they're a little bit off. Right. You know, because I didn't see any cars in the villages or anything. You know what I mean? No. So like, and the story tries to prep you for it too, because you get that cutscene where he's like, "Of course we're gonna win. We're gonna slaughter them. We we outnumber them ten to one, and we have technology." And you, like, literally, my thought process was, "All right, there's gonna be technology. Like they're prepping you. They're yeah, like, yeah. you know, we don't want you to be upset when you see it. So we're gonna let you know it's coming ahead of time." And yeah. it helped, it softens the blow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it did a little bit, I guess. But <laughs> the reality is, it's still it's out of place. You're right. It's a not a little bit, there. a little yeah. bit. Um, okay, and then the boss fight, and the enemies leading up to the boss, and the boss didn't make any sense to me. I know they're the soldiers, but, again, I don't understand why you teach me how to combo the whole game, and then the mechanic, the primary mechanic for the end of the game is you get to counterattack me whenever you want. Like, whenever you want. So, like, you just swing and swing, and there was, like, the end boss, um... And you're looking at me weird, so if this is different than normal, let me know, because maybe I'm pitching this wrong. But the end boss, when I fought him... I had to swing at him, like, after I did something. I couldn't just hit him. I could swing at him, like, ten times in a row, and he would counter every single hit, and I'd do zero damage. Correct. Okay, so that's the same as a normal. Yes. Okay. So, I beat the end boss because I was overleveled. I had all, almost all the best items in the game. Yeah. And, and that was it. I, I had no idea how to fight him. A couple of times I countered him, and it did damage to me. Like, I don't... I didn't yeah, get it. I, 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 you know what I did is I, I just kept, like, doing that spin twirl with the combustion. Right. And flipping around the stage, and it would just... It would hit him a bunch of times. And then I would somehow land near him, and I would just, like, whack him a couple of times with my sword. Right. And But only, like, once or twice. And then he would start countering. Maybe I landed behind him or something. Yeah. And then I would just jump out get out of his range and just start twirling again and just combustion yeah that was it and and then he had like and then and then it would get down to a certain level and then he would start talking and then he would break the wall or whatever which i thought was pretty cool and he would go down to another another depth yeah you know which all right so you're probably gonna get to that but go ahead i want you to finish because 
if you have more to say about the tech, you know. So, I mean, there was a bunch of phases to the fight, though. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, you, that's where I'm going. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, it's like first, there's, there's like three levels to the fight, right? So you're on top, get him, he goes down another level, you get him again, and he goes down another, the last level. And then when you go to beat him at that last level, like, he's hanging from that cliff. And then he goes yes. into an animation, which was awesome. Like, right, I thought right. that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know? it, was, it was great. It was like a little mini movie. Yeah, because you're like, you're, your guy is like, you, you got to shimmy your guy over to the edge of the cliff where he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, It yeah, was yeah. so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> which was I, I stood there like an idiot. He was like, Cassius. And I was like, all right, cool. What's going to happen? Because you're waiting for something, right? Because yeah. at this point, they always give you animation, right? right? But then now you're controlling your guy and you have to kind of shimmy him over to get him to go up. Yeah. And I just sat there and watched it like an idiot for like two minutes at least before I realized, oh, I have to hit something? Like, this is, I got, and I was you like, you have to oh, go over there. All yeah. right, I'm crawling. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was cool. I like that. It was though. good. Yeah. I just felt like an idiot for not doing anything. Um, so, yeah. And then he, you know, releases himself and dies and yeah. dust dies and there's the whole ending and, you know. We already spoiled it. Right. Lot, so. Well, that, that's the thing is, that, do you think there's gonna, do you think there'll be a sequel? No, maybe. <laughs> because I saw this thing at the end where, um, like, after you know, obviously you know he dies or whatever it is, but then like you see, um, fidget, like she notices something, like some kind of like fog or something, some kind of dust in the yeah, yeah, yeah. way way off in the distance, and then she's like. She looks at it and then she starts flying towards it, and then that's where it freezes. And they show like she's like, it's like a, it's like almost like a drawing of her flying towards that. Yeah. So it's almost like she knows where you're gonna reappear. Yeah. And she's going to get you. You know what I mean? So he's gonna come back. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. I mean, they definitely left it open for a sequel. There's. I'm not saying there's gonna be one, but. Right. No. But I. Yeah. Maybe maybe this goes into the animated movie that they're doing, or maybe they're you know what I mean because they are doing right. more with this. It's a bigger thing than just this game. You know what I mean? I would totally watch a movie of this. I think yeah. I I think like I enjoyed this game as a movie, like so as it is. So like yeah. having me not have to play and I could just watch that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So that's everything I got. Did, did I miss anything? Is there anything else we want to cover in gameplay? No, man. You you hit the nail right on the head. I know that was a lot more. And I uh, kept remembering things too as I. Oh, that's cool. I did have a lot of notes though, so. Good. All right, cool. Okay, so should we um, get into our our next segment, which is game rating? Yes. All right. The Jumpman's game rating system is as such: a subpar game gets a pitfall because it's so bad it falls into a pit. <laughs> An average to good game gets a dash because you should run through it. If the game is a must-play because it is platforming genius, then it gets a jump because you should definitely jump on and play it immediately. If both hosts jump on a game, it gets the highest rating possible, a double jump. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and rate the game based on the guidelines you just heard. Um, and Junie's up first. All right, it's my turn? Yes. All right. So I'm just going to get right to it. Okay. And I'm going to give this game... <sighs> A jump. A jump? <laughs> All right. Why do you give it a jump? I'm going to give this game a jump because um, it's just, it was a beautiful game. Okay. Like, I mean, it had everything. It had, you know, action. It had platforming. It had light RPG elements. I love RPGs. Um, the music was good. The graphics were phenomenal. Um, you know, the animation, like, I mean, 
when when they ha- when they zoom in on Dust, like and he's talking, like and then and then they go over to Fidget and she's talking and they're like interacting with whoever they're talking to, like it's a close up, like like the animation, like the background goes black, animation comes up and it's like voiced voice acted, and the animation is crisp and like Dust himself looks amazing. Like even when he took off, there's a point in the game where he takes his he takes that helmet, the helmet. He takes that hat that he has <laughs> yeah. off, and I've been waiting to see what he looks like underneath there. Right, right. All game. I remember you know what I mean? that. Yeah. You know, and you're like, they can even give you that. You know what I mean? And then he yep. puts it back on. You know, so the game to me, um, definitely worth a buy. Um, definitely gets a jump. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's a, it's a great game. <laughs> okay. A great game. Okay. Uh, I'll so, take yeah. it. Uh, I I guess I'll just get to it too. Uh, I'm gonna give this game a dash. Oh. <laughs> I know you. When, when you said jump, I was like, he's hoping for a double jump. Damn it. Uh, sorry. Oh, okay, and here's why. Dang it. And here's why. And this is. I'm glad you said this earlier because this is fundamentally why I'm giving this game a dash instead of a jump. Is earlier you said this game is an action platformer that has RPG elements, mm-hmm. and I. I know it's it's subjective, so I'm I'm admitting this is subjective. For, but from my point of view, yeah. this game is an RPG with platformer elements, which ah. isn't really a thing. Okay. But like that's the way this game feels for me. Which, okay. Which doesn't make it bad, but it doesn't make it the type of game that I would yeah, recommend. It's definitely not Zeal Drifter or anything right. like that. Right. Right. Like if you're like okay, I came from home from work. Uh, I need a game to play. I haven't played a game in a couple weeks. Let me see what's on Steam. This is not the game I'm going to say. Okay, buy it now and jump into it because you're just going to want to play all night. Like this. Yeah, is, this is this is a, this is a give give yourself a couple hours to play this game when you go to sit down and play it. Right. Right. So here's my thing: is like we have some some younger kids that listen to this show. Um, in I my hope. Re- yeah, I would <laughs> hope right. And this is like when I was a kid, um, I would school would get out. And then I would take the first, you know, couple of weeks uh, to enjoy summer, play outside, that kind of thing, whatever, right? Then you get to, like, mid-July, and then I just... <laughs> Does it sound like nostalgia factor to me? <laughs> I guess, I guess it's true. It's a little bit of nostalgia. <laughs> a little bit of nostalgia. But this, it's nostalgia, but it's more so my recommendation. Um, <laughs> is, um, so you get to mid-July, and mid-July is the time where you're like, I'm done with my friends, I've spent too much time with them, I want to go inside, and I want to play video games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's when you get an RPG and you just play for a week. And you stay inside and you play for a week. And I don't care that it's summer and that it's hot outside. or No. Kids are allowed to stay inside and play video games during the summer. <laughs> that's blasphemy. <laughs> that's blasphemy. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. So, like, that's what I would make. I would put, put this on, on your wish list. Get it when it's on sale. Save it for when you have a vacation. Like, if you're an adult, obviously, you don't right. get summer Snow vacation. days. Right. And save it for a time when you have the time to just sit down and yeah, play an RPG. Yeah. Um, okay. Because to me, this was an RPG and not an action platformer. Okay. Which is fine. That doesn't make it All a right. bad I may, game. I may have misspoke maybe a little bit. No, I mean, it's, it's, I completely admit it's subjective. Lots of people are going to see this. And it's probably technically categorized as an action platformer with RPG elements. So mm-hmm. okay. you're right. You're not wrong. It's just, it's just not the way I felt about the game. And it's, okay. not, not, it's not something I would recommend to buy now. Right. Um, I would recommend to buy now. Yes, you would. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Like, and I know you got before you. I mean, you probably have more to say, but um, my wife, okay, who is not a video gamer, okay, right? She's been on the show before. I had her play Mega Man, right? You know, she liked that. You know what I mean? She comes in the house. I was playing this game, okay, okay. She comes in the house. She's like, "What is that? What are you? 
is that a, what are you watching? She thought I was watching a cartoon. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm like, this is the game I'm playing. I'm, we're doing this game. She's like, wow, that looks awesome. She goes, I'm going to play this. Okay. Okay. I was like, really? You want to try? She goes, yeah. She tried this game? Yeah. Like, Did she like it? Yeah. Really? She doesn't know what she's doing. Okay. But just the, the way it looks, you know what I mean? Like, she, it, it, it brought her in. You know what I mean? Like, the look of the game was so, was it's just so well done that she was just like I gotta try this you know what I mean okay so but wait 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 so did you let her start from the beginning or did you just hand her the controller no 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 I, I, I started a new file for her and it started from the beginning because really? I wanted her to get this, the first little stage done you know okay. what I mean okay. just to see what you know because you know it's, I don't want to give hand it to her with you know no she didn't really get that she, she didn't play it again but she, she but the, the, the fact is, is that she came in the house she saw something yeah and she was instantly drawn to it yeah you know so that's to me that's a big that's that's huge yeah you know? that's big that, you're right yeah so what confuses me though is when she was here to talk about Mega Man 4 um she hated like the 30 seconds of story that you had to go through to play Mega Man 4 like she didn't oh, like no, load I didn't, no, this no, game? no, 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 no. I had to start like when he when he starts moving, like I uh, set it up. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say, have her watch. No, yeah. she wouldn't sit through. She that. wouldn't no. sit through. This. No, okay, no, no, I was no, gonna no, say. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> she couldn't handle thirty seconds. No, of I said, I said, I'm gonna set you up. I said, I'm gonna set you up a new file. I'll, I'll set you up a new file. Just come over in a little bit. I'll let you try it out. Okay. And then she went and put her stuff down, whatever. And then by that time, it was ready to go. Yeah, And yeah, I had okay. him pause and then go. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she would not have made no, it through no, the, no, no, the no, opening no. cutscene. No, 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 no. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But you're right. It has that definitely that that like movie quality that draws you to it, that, that uh, like over-the-top level of, um, I don't know, I'm going with this, but it's really good. <laughs> animation. Animation. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, but that was actually before everything I had. So, awesome, sweet. All right. So, what was that? So, to recap, jump from me, dash from you. Yes, dash. I, I thought we had a double jump here, man. <laughs> Especially because I played the whole game. But see, what happened was is, and you've raved about this game a little more than you raved about like you know Tesla Grad and stuff. You know what I mean? A it, little bit, a little bit. See, but the difference was is when I first played this game, it was like on a, like a Thursday night. And I was frustrated the whole night, and it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to play it on a Friday night, and I felt rushed because I had other things to do. And I just wanted to play a game real quick. I didn't want to be yeah, yeah, immersed. Yeah. So then I had a Saturday where I had nothing to do, and I woke up in the morning, and I literally played for like six to eight hours straight on a random Saturday where I'm just relaxing. And then the game got fun. Yeah. So okay. that's why that's actually... I understand what you're saying. Where yeah. the like the essence of my recommendation is coming from is my experience. But you're right. No, I love this game. I 100%ed it, and I don't 100% games. So. That's, what I'm, that's why I was like really surprised. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I'm convinced anybody that's like me that buys this game today will be mad at me for making that recommendation. So I got to stay true no, no, to no. Team Keep Tom. No, no, no. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. There's Team Junie and there's Team Tom. Yeah, that's right. No, no. Team Cap, Team Stark. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, which team are you? <laughs> team Cap. You're Team Cap? I sure am. Oh, I can't decide. I I called <laughs> I asked you that question, but you know. Uh I love Tony Stark though, but I was him for Halloween one year, but I, I think I am Team Stark. I can't decide. I really want to because Ant Man in the trailer I think it picks He's uh, on Cap. He, he's on Cap's side. Yeah. And I really wanted to be on Ant Man's side. Even though this is not the Ant-Man. I just like Cap because he's all about, and we're getting way on a tangent yeah, we are. here. Way on a tangent, but that's okay. If you're, if, you're, if you're still with us this far along in the podcast, you know, that's yeah. fine. Um, 
because he's like the Boy Scout, you know, he's like the the All American, like the you know the 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 you know. I'm not gonna let my liberties be trampled on and blah blah blah. You right, know what I mean? right. And I like that he stands for that. He's like old school. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Stark is like you know more new school. You know what I mean? He's more like you know no we gotta do this. You know, um, shield the whole deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I like I like, I'm thinking I'm liking Cap on this. Okay, all right. So maybe we'll be on the opposite sides of that one too. That'll be funny. <laughs> Can't wait for that movie. <laughs> that movie's gonna be awesome. Yeah. All right. So enough tangents. Uh, we should probably uh, get to be wrapping this up here. Yeah. Um, all right, let me read all this stuff off that I got in front of me. Uh, okay. If you want to find us, uh, I know I haven't streamed yet, so people are probably waiting, but we are uh, on Twitch, twitch.com forward slash jumpmangaming, uh, facebook.com forward slash jumpmangaming. Our website is jumpmangaming. Um, iTunes, uh, you search jumpmangaming, and it's the one, I'm uh, sorry, you search jumpmangaming podcast, and it's the one with the golden cartridge. Uh, if you have any questions for us, mailbag at jumpmangaming.com. Um, and it doesn't look like it's yeah. on here. Yeah, have we gotten anything on that for any other games that we've done? Any questions or anything like that? I checked it about. I probably should have checked it before tonight, but okay. I checked it about a week ago. We didn't have anything. Awesome. So okay. Um, so guys, yeah, if you want to throw some mail in there, um, send us an email on anything you know that you. If we missed anything, like if we missed anything about any of these games that we've talked about, or if you want to just chime in on what you thought about the game or anything like that, just send it to the email. You know, we'll try and. Um, yeah you know address it at this point in the, in the podcast at some point you know yeah there's a lot of people out there that have podcasts and shows and stuff where they go oh i can't get to everybody's question no your question will literally be oh yes. our only question <laughs> yes like yeah you know we will get to your question like yeah it will get answered <laughs> it will get answered or yeah. it will get a, addressed or, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be a question it could just be a comment you could just say you know you know uh i love that game too because of blah blah, blah. you know what i mean yeah and we'll give you some you know some props and we'll t- say what you said and or you know, or if you want me to read anything in my announcer voice from two episodes ago, <laughs> how did it go? Cheeseburger. <laughs> That's uh, actually a movie reference, but yeah. <laughs> but I can say other words in their voice. Um, yeah, so <laughs> so if you just want me to read something in my my announcer voice, let me know. We can do that too. Awesome. Well, uh, taking us out. I'm Johnny Valentin, and I'm Tom Bishop. And thanks for listening to Jumpman Gaming. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Next week on Jumpman.